This is Stereotypes, a weekly music podcast based out of Memphis, Tennessee. Discussing everything from our favorite artists and albums of the past to new releases. We share what's on our playlist, and we want to know what's on yours as well. Join us as we explore the world of music. Let's go. Stereotypes, episode 27. I know we're hitting you with these random episodes, but that's just how it is right now. Again, it's a solo episode with me, Evan. Um, got got some things I want to talk about. Going to be all over the board. True stereotypes episode. Um, first and foremost, are we finally getting that Eminem album? I don't know if you guys have seen the ads for the fake drug called Revival with the Eminem E, but... Looks like he could be coming back. Let's cross our fingers and hope it sounds nothing like that freestyle he did on Trump. Although I have no problem with the subject of hating on Trump. But I'm t- I don't like the flow. I'm not a fan of the flow at all. And the same thing when he put out the campaign speech or whatever. Um, I want an M album. Supposedly Dre's been involved in it. Obviously he's had four years since Marshall Mathers LP2 to put something together. So... Let's let's cross our fingers. Hope Ebb's coming out with that fire revival. Great title. I love the the drug stuff, especially if it sounds anything like relapse. I'm in. I'm in. Come on, M. Give us something. We need something good. Um, but now into some albums. First, gotta talk about Action Bronson. Um, I've been playing the shit out of this lately. Uh, <laughs> he's he's a character and a half. He's got a new show on Vice Land, the uh, untitled Action Bronson show. The boy's crazy, but he's he's also super super talented. Um, Blue Chips Seven Thousand. Uh, not sure if you guys have been into Action or not in the past, but um, he's he's put out some work. His last album, Mister Wonderful, had some real hits for me. Um, but this Blue Chips Seven Thousand for me hands down his best work um it's getting decent scores from the critics as well it's 76 out of 100 on metacritic uh 7 out of 10 4.1 out of 5 7.4 out of 10 rolling stone giving it three and a half stars out of five I mean, fraction bronson i think that's that's really really good um but the main thing is not what the critics say it's the fact that it is really good <laughs> uh, it starts off with Wolfpack. They're, they're messing with some woman that's really high and just kind of joking around. It just sounds like complete action Bronson-ness. Um, then it gets into La Luna. La Luna is so fire. Starts off with them calling for a, uh, a car service, and he's listening to this little background music or whatever, or the, the ringtone kind of on the phone, and he starts spitting over it, and then they bring in that music for real and Alchemist puts a beat over it. Um, La Luna, I love that track. Uh, next track, The Chairman's Intent, another solid one. Hot Pepper, produced by Knowledge, 
Fire got, of course, Mayhem Loren, as you would know from Fuck That's Delicious, or features on any of other actions, albums. Um, Bonsai cracks me up. Harry Fraud on the beat there. Short track, only minute 58. But um, it's talking about hanging off the, the side of a mountain, tripping a bonsai tree. <laughs> Just actions, actions, he's too dope, too dope. Let It Rain, My Right Lung, both produced by Party Supplies, Fire as well. Uh, Tank, Alchemist on the beat, featuring Big Body Bez. Talk about a character. Uh, <laughs> Big Body Bez uh, cracks me up as well. Let Me Breathe, one of my favorites on here. Um, 924 7000 featuring Rick Ross, Fire Track. Harry Fraud on the beat with that one. The choreographer cracks me up. Chop, 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 solid. Do Rag vs. Headband. Eh. Funny to hear it. Um, Knowledge on the beat, who's a producer I really like. Um, as we discussed actually on the last show with No Worries, Knowledge is the producer with Anderson Pack on that. Um, but Do-Rag vs. Headband, another one with Big Body Bez there to close it out. Good, not great for me, but I mean, I, it's a 13-track album, 38 minutes total. It it plays really quick, super enjoyable, very cohesive project. Um, Action Bronson, Blue Chips, 7000, go check that out, please. It's, <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, I can't say enough about that album. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Not sure if it's going to make like a top five of the year for me, but it's going to be way up there. Um, next, I want to talk about an album that I've been speaking or listening to quite a lot recently. And this is where we're going full stereotypes um, all over the place. Wonder What's Next, the album by the band Chevelle. Um, I didn't take this band as seriously as I do now. When they first came out, this is their second album, but the first, uh, the major label studio debut. Um, Wonder What's Next, The Red, big single, Send the Pain Below, Closure, kind of the big singles off of that. But um, when I first heard them, I was like, eh, I like it, The Red. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's probably just going to be another one-hit wonder is what it is. Uh, and I kind of feel, and I still feel like that now, but I'll... Um, I'll explain what I'm talking about in a second, but I kind of felt like they were a bit of a Tool ripoff. Like, it sounded like an imitation of Tool as far as the the lead singer goes, and it was like, eh, I don't know, I, I enjoy the songs, but as they got into the second album, um, this type of thinking could do us in. I could see that they're more than that, and I really like the album, Wonder What's Next. Hadn't played them in forever, I don't know what it was, I was just scrolling through uh, Apple Music trying to figure out what to play, and I needed something non-hip-hop, and it was like, oh, Chevelle, wonder what's next, let's let's hit that, that's always got some good energy in it, uh, we'll, we'll play that, and damn, it sounds good, where are all the rock bands, I mean, <laughs> this is from 2002, and it's still so fresh, sounds so good, um, starts off with Family System, love that track, Comfortable Liar, absolute fire track. Um, and the stomping kind of rhythm that Comfortable Liar has, I just really, really like. Send the Pain Below, Closure, really good. The Red, obviously the first single, their, their big hit that kind of got everybody in. But um, 
nowhere near my favorite track on this album, and certainly not my favorite of the singles. I'll take uh, Send the Pain Below and Closure over that. Um, Wonder What's Next, another solid track on there. Um, But, eh. Don't Fake This, though. Don't Fake This, Love. Number eight, Forfeit, Love. Grab Thy Hand, Fire, and the penultimate track, An Evening with El Diablo. That's probably top three on the album for me. Um, The only track that I'm really not fond of, One Lonely Visitor, uh, The Close. It's like they tried to do something um, acoustic and different, which I like. I usually like acoustic tracks, uh, but (laughs) One Lonely Visitor, I don't know. It's just his voice sounds... Uh, not my favorite track, we'll just put it that way. But um, you you want rock music, you want something that you haven't heard, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out here that are hip-hop fans or that are younger <laughs> that wouldn't have listened to Chevelle. Chevelle's Wonder what ne- What's Next, check it out. Fire album, absolute fire. Uh, great energy, and then once you get into that, like I said, this type of thinking can do us in. Very similar but a progression kind of on it, and it's it's two albums that'll feed your need for rock, for energy. Um, great album. Love it. Like I said, at first I felt it was a, a bit of a tool ripoff, um, but now I almost wonder, <laughs> and this, this might make a lot of people angry, no hate to tool, but I think I enjoy some of these songs way more than I enjoy Tool. Even though they were more the originators of this, Chevelle maybe perfected it with the sound with uh, some of what they're doing. So the Imitator almost became the, the better band for me, which I know Tool has a massive following, and they're great. Don't get me wrong. But damn, I love some of these Chevelle tracks. And it's a bit of a rip off of Tool, but it sometimes... It's better than Tool. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that'll make some people a little bit angry out there. Sorry again, no hate to Tool. But Chevelle's fucking fire. That's just how it is. You need to check it out. And now, just so we can get into um, my other favorite genre of music here. We've covered hip-hop. We've covered rock. And now electronic. Um, another one from way back. Justice's Cross. Um... Justice, French electronic duo, um, been around since 2005. Um, they put out a Waters of Nazareth EP. Um, gosh, that track is hard as fucking bricks. Um, <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. Um, it's it's like heavy metal by a French electronic duo. Um, it's it's so raw. And the first mix that was on that EP was like oh my god, what am I listening to? This is insane. I love it. Um, but yeah, the, the Prodigy introduced me to Waters of Nazareth, and once I heard that, I was hooked. Um, and their their album Cross, which is just the symbol of a cross, it's not spelled out cross, for those of you looking for it. Um, it's, it's like Waters of Nazareth, and Waters of Nazareth is actually on there, um, but it's a little bit more polished. Uh, the it's an Ed Banger Records release, which Ed Banger is kind of a, a small French electronic thing that it puts out uh, good music, um, almost like a TDE, 
but smaller for electronic music, but independent, good stuff. Uh, you can check them out if you're liking what's going on with Justice as well. Check out other releases from Ed Banger. Plenty of plenty of good bands on there. Sebastian. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. But back to Justice's Cross. Um, again, just kind of randomly came across that maybe a couple weeks ago and decided to start playing it because I love that album. Um, it starts off with Genesis, um, true to form with the, the name Cross and uh, the, the biblical themes with some of it with Waters of Nazareth. Um, it's a great opener. I mean, it, it sounds like the beginning of a movie. It sounds like it could be a movie trailer. It's just... <laughs> now, it's not doing it justice, but as soon as you hear it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It. It's so big. Um, and it's just that stabbing, grinding synth that they're, they're playing like an organ almost over and over. Um, and then the four on the floor beat comes in and just, damn, I love Genesis as a track. Um, next, Let There Be Light. It's, it's taking that anger and energy and abrasiveness to a, another level, but then it's adding a little guitar-driven uh, disco groove in it. Let There Be, le- be Light fire as well then it comes to their big smash single um dance you may have heard it before um it's do the d-a-n-c-e and you'll it's just it's french touch which is a a type of electronic music kind of where i was talking about the french duo and ed banger records uh daft they'd be a great um example of this i feel like the french were kind of obsessed with like 70s um, disco music and from America and that they kind of still listen to a bunch of that and that has influenced the electronic music that they've made over the years especially in like the 90s 2000s um, that that that's where that that French touch um, is the kind of name of the the sound but that's that's what you get with it and you really hear it in dance or d-a-n-c-e um, it's almost like that that track alone is like Daft Punk, but with a little more punk attitude to be as ironic as possible with that. Um, the next track is New Jack, um, almost like a part two of Dance, but even with a little bit more attitude and anger and energy in it. Uh, really, really good track as well. I mean, really the start of the album through New Jack, flawless, and then it comes up to the middle and um, almost like the all-encompassing part of the album for me which is phantom phantom part one and part two it's 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 so brilliant um it's the middle of the album it's like equal parts dance and equal rock and equal electronic and uh when the the bridge comes in in part one until the end of part two um it may be the best actual music that justice has ever made um, and they've made a couple of really good albums after that, but gosh damn it, I love Phantom Part 1 and Part 2. Brilliant. Uh, then it comes up to Valentine. Valentine, my least favorite track on there. It's almost like an interlude, kind of, um, but but my least favorite for sure. Then um, it comes to the track The Party, or The Party, but you'll see that it's like a thousand T-H-H-H-H-E-E-E-E-P-A-A-A-R-R. Um, featuring Uffy, who is a member of Ed Banger Records. Um, 
kind of like an original Nicki Minaj style girl rapper dripping with youthful confidence as she kind of flows over the track, but she kills the party. Uh, Uffy, again, if you're you're liking Ed Banger Records, you're liking Justice, go check her out. She's another one that, that's part of that, kind of makes similar music to that, that French touch sound, electronic, um, a little bit of hip-hop, or a lot of hip-hop because she is a rapper, but uh, good good stuff, but her feature on this is flawless. It, it fits in so good. It's, uh, I don't know how to describe it other than like a, the track has like a sexy punk feel. Um, describes a, a journey to a club and a night out. That's kind of what she's she's rapping about, and it's 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 so perfect, so perfect. The party smash on there. Then it gets into another massive French touch dance, four on the floor track. Uh, DVNO, um, very similar to New Jack as well. Uh, great male vocalist. I mean, it's it's French touch as fuck. That's the only way that I can describe it. DVNO, love it, love it, love it. Then it gets into stress. Um, which when you hear this track, you'll never hear a more suitable name for a track. Track will be great in a movie if it hasn't been used in one already. It's it sounds like a soundtrack rather than uh, an actual song that's coming out. I mean, it's it's just, uh, it's great. It's it fits in with its name perfectly. And then after stress, um, it gets into Waters of Nazareth. Which, as I said, the track that introduced me to Justice, the track is still so hard. It's everything that I love about the band. Maybe, it's probably my favorite Justice track of all time. I mean, it's it's kind of like when you somebody has a first album, and that's what you hear, and that's what introduces you to them, and that's just what, when you think of Justice, you think of that, or think of the band, you think of that. That's the way it is with Justice for me. Waters of Nazareth will always have a place in my heart and ears. I mean, it's it's it it just it encompasses what I want from music, as we've talked many times on here about the energy, the anger that just mm, the <laughs> Waters of Nazareth has it. Great finish to the album there. Um, again, Justice's Cross, check it out. That'll do for episode twenty-seven. As I said at the beginning, we're going to be kind of all over the map, all over the the timeline, not everything new releases, action, Chevelle, justice. Those are your three topics for today. Please go check out the albums that we talked about. Please go check out their back catalogs. Enjoy music. Broaden your tastes. Um, Just just listen to what we talked about, man. It is excellent, excellent work from those three artists for me. Um, but it really enjoyed talking about those today. Check us out on Instagram st- at stereotypes pod, all one word. Check us out on Facebook, same thing, stereotypes the podcast, or at stereotypes pod, all one word. Uh, join the discussion, man. Give us give us something that you want to speak about. Um, let us know what you're listening to. Um, and please continue to to check out the albums that we're speaking about. We out. Oh, 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 oh,